All right, CBG, what do you think about the Jeep Talk Show going to four episodes a week? I think it's great. Actually, I love it. We introduce regular product giveaways happening here on the Jeep Talk Show every month and sometimes every week. The world's most downloaded Jeep podcast will be giving you, the listener, a chance to win serious gear from major companies that you know, love, and trust. You want a chance to win tires, suspension components, maybe more? Listen every week for your chance to win big. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, I'm thinking of the perfect Mother's Day gift. And what would be more perfect than to do free advertising for the Jeep Talk Show? Yes, your mom will love it. (laughs) Get out there and tell people about the Jeep Talk Show. Look at what we've done with so little that we've accomplished in 11 years by bringing you all these great giveaways uh, by talking unsuspecting sponsors into agreeing to it. So just just think about how much more we could do if we had um, just five more listeners. That, that, that's your goal is to go out and find us five more listeners. They don't have to listen if they don't want to. Just just get them to listen once. One time. Just one time and we'll do the rest to, to run them away. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Jeep Talk Show. And uh, oh, and add the uh, hashtag giveaways in there as well, because if the Jeep oh, Talk Show right. doesn't get them, uh, maybe the giveaways will. Yeah, all, all part of the master plan. Sharks with laser beams. That's what's coming next. The JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and get your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that is also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk Show at jeeptalkshow.com. Go ahead and say Jeep, Tammy. I know you want to. I don't. I, I was hoping you would read the other one because I had something <laughs> special for that. Black Jeeps. And why Black would you Jeeps. get your feet dirty? <laughs> oh, God. It's a saying. It's Henway 2.0. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh. And on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, we look at the possibility of Jeep showrooms never being the same ever again and why. We find out what happens when a Jeep races a train. And later, I teach you how to use something commonly found in the kitchen drawer to make maintaining your Jeep easier than ever before. Well, howdy, it's it's Wendy and... You know what? Besides Friday, when we have our big giveaways, there's also Newbie Nuggets. It's a great section for the newest of Jeepers. So check it out. Hey, I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama. And coming up in a little bit, topless do's and don'ts, my top (laughs) 10. Can't wait. (laughs) I'm Tony on the Jeep Talk Show. Now four episodes a week. Now on Thoy's Days. Come on, Josh. Thank you. (laughs) Wendy, Tammy, get in here on this. It doesn't have to be you guys. (laughs) Boys Boys Excellent. <laughs> as well as Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Yes, if you just added that up, that's four episodes a week. <laughs> four. Four episodes. <laughs> it's more than three. Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. 
Well, with the mighty, mighty house of Stellantis constantly exploring the upper limits of what customers are willing to pay for a rig with a Jeep badge on it, knows it seems that placing six-figure Grand Wagoneer L models next to an entry-level Ram work truck and Chrysler minivan is a dying strategy. If some super stuffy executives have their way, well, Jeeps, or at least the high-end ones, could earn a place in their own dedicated showroom in the near future. It's a trick as old as the auto industry itself, of course. Take, for instance, the way Lincoln showrooms started encroaching on the most valuable floor space of their Ford dealers back in the day. Separating the wheat from the chaff, as it were, is a common way of catering to customers, planning on splashing out the big bucks, especially if they are new to the brand and trading out of a lug, leg, legacy luxury brand. Say that ten times fast. Now, showcasing the best of the best of what you can offer them with the top-of-the-line models featuring every conceivable option is a strategy that Jeep's parent company is willing to bet on. Jeeps want in, Jeep wants in on this action, rather, and, well, to be honest, it's a solid move. The only question will be at what cost and how long will it take. According to Automotive News, brand CEO Christian Munier expects that more than, two, more than 300 dealers rather, will be adding Jeep only sections to their premises over the next two calendar years. He anticipates these spaces will house top-of-the-line, more expensive Jeeps like the Grand Wagoneer L, for instance, plus the forthcoming all-electric SUVs from the off-road brand. Some, like the Michigan-based La Fontaine dealer, jumped on the idea back in pre-pandemic times, reserving and rebranding an entire wing of their new facility solely for the purposes of showcasing nothing but Jeeps. Now, a lot of us conspiracy theorists may want to see this as the writing on the wall, as it were, for Jeep finally becoming its own brand without a parent company with its own dedicated dealers. Well, as of right now, that may or may not be part of the plan. Most likely not. And as we, as we, the general public, well, we're likely never going to know until it's too late. GM actually went down that road with the Hummer brand 15 years ago, leaving many of the eye-catching Hummer-only intricately designed buildings completely vacant when GM went through bankruptcy. Still, there's a definitive desire here to start separating Jeep from the typical Stellantis dealer hive. Will both the entirety of the dealer network and its customer base be on board with this idea? Well, only time will tell. It'll be interesting to see which dealers decide to go down the trail of separation versus those who continue to pack six-figure Grand Wagoneers right next to stripped-down minivans and work trucks. How in the world do you get along with uh, just the, the vehicles that you manufacture? I mean, the Ram might be enough, but how in the world would Stellantis get by without Jeep? I mean, it's that would be like... Stellantis a, wouldn't. Stellantis couldn't. And, yeah. and neither could or did FCA. And in fact, a lot of experts and... and and other people have for long said that if it if if it happened, Jeep and Ram could separate and be become a, their their own entity and do just fine. Yeah, uh, but especially well, I guess it would hurt them on the uh, the mile per gallon thing though, wouldn't it? They they kind of uh, need Stellantis. Yeah, they kind of well, need Stellantis for that and the well, sucky cars. At least you know, the, it's the, funny. Uh, all the, the Jeep dealers that I go to are just Jeeps. No, yeah, I was, well, that may be well, what I was going to say. Out I was going to say too. That they, no, they're like yeah. different buildings. It's like this yeah. building no. is already just Jeep, and then this building is, no. you know, it's on this Adam's side. Jeep in Maryland, where I bought my Jeep, is just Jeeps. Well, check into that and get back with us, because I think you'll yeah. find that it's it's more than it's just Jeep. It's also a Dodge and a, a Ram dealer nope. as well. No, I don't really? think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like for us down here, they, they'll make it look like it's just Jeeps, because it's one building and all the cars. But if you go down the street, there's another building. No, I know. They I've seen that. Stuff. They have those yeah. in, in but no, Adam's Jeep is just Jeeps. Wow. Well, Adam's Jeep of Maryland Service Center. No, Adam's Jeep of Aberdeen is 
just Jeeps. Somebody in Maryland, correct me if I'm wrong, but because I've been there hundreds of times, and it's just Jeeps. They also have Hondas. <laughs> <laughs> They're all stolen, of course, but whatever. <laughs> They're in the back. And one very warm and well-used uh, Grand Cherokee uh, from like, and 2014. And I think the Jeep dealer in Rockville is the same. I, I, hey, I, since we were kind of in between stories here really quick, I'm just going to throw this in here because I, I wrote it down and I actually looked this last week. Eugene Ned is his name. He's the guy back in October of last year who decided to go for a test drive with yes. a Grand Cherokee and never, never came returned. back. We talked about him on episode 540. Uh, actually, if you want to go back and, and check that out, I did take take a look. As of right now, he still has not been caught. Oh, he needs but, to he needs to bring his oh, vehicle in for he? service because he's got enough right. miles on there by now. Seriously, right? <laughs> That's crazy making. I mean, how does he do that? Maybe he wasn't. That wasn't his real name. That's got to be what it is. I blame yeah, uh, I, bl- I blame the cops for uh, working virtually from home uh, for not catching this guy. Now, oh. <laughs> I was going to say he painted the jeep red, but you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, only Superman was faster than a speeding locomotive. Jeeps are incredible vehicles. They really are. They're nimble, they're strong, and incredibly capable machines, but they're not indestructible. Sure, they do make versions that are bulletproof, but that doesn't mean the Jeep off the showroom floor is train-proof. Kind of goes without saying, though, doesn't it? But that is a lesson that one Jeeper is learning the hard way, unfortunately. The incident occurred in the area of North Dixie Highway and Garfield Street in Hollywood, California. Witnesses told local news reporters that the driver of the Jeep was racing south and attempted to cut in front of the train as the crossing arms were already in the downed position. That's when they say the train struck the vehicle. The impact was so severe it caused the white four-door Jeep Wrangler to flip over several times, ejecting the driver in the process. Nearby drivers pulled over to flip uh, the driver off uh, as the uh, before he was rushed to a hospital in critical condition. They said <laughs> that he was would be California. The, yeah, right. They said he was chasing the train and he must have seen that the arms were down and he tried to zigzag around them. That's what one witness said, who was one of the first people to rush over to try and help the driver. The incident comes just one day after a man was killed in a crash involving another Brightline train, that time in uh, Pompano Beach. Brightline officials say that at least 64 people have died in collisions with their trains since 2018. Might be time to do something different. Driver of the Jeep in this case was taken to a nearby hospital and is in critical condition and is unsure the extent of his injuries or if he will live to understand the idiocy of his decisions. So two things here. One, there are rules and there are things to follow when the arms are down don't be crossing over because the train's coming <laughs> you know i think we all <laughs> learned that when we we're like 14, you and your rules i, I think so class. i'm sorry I, there's no I fun mean, come on and the other thing i want to comment is if you look at the pictures in the show notes man that jeep actually did pretty well for surviving getting hit by a train seriously now i don't know how fast the train was traveling uh it does appear that uh, at least from the pictures that i could tell uh it was struck on the driver's side uh, and so he was, you know, the Jeep was coming from left to right, uh, and, uh, and he was coming from the opposite side and just, you know, plowed. I mean, just, man, it's, it's bad. You look at all the pictures and it's any wonder that the person is alive at all. You know, pedestrians have the right of way. Shouldn't vehicles have the right of way when, uh, when there's a train? <laughs> kissed a train. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll see how that those works Those things out. take like what football fields, uh, to, to stop. Not I think that's my problem. They just put, put some slotted drilled brakes on those damn things. Oh, and, yeah. Well, improve and, the and, braking, the distance. It, well, and here's another thought that could have been stolen 
and that guy didn't even know what the capability or not of the Jeep, right? And he's trying to get away. So thank goodness it's not Michigan because that driver who didn't, or that owner of the Jeep who didn't know his Jeep was stolen, <laughs> realized that he's against the train now, right? So thank hmm. goodness he's in California, I think. But yeah, it could be stolen too, right? Who yeah, it, they don't, we don't, they don't know, give a name. Doesn't appear, at least in the couple stories that I read about this, that uh, there was any police involved in why this person was racing uh, or going so fast and, and trying to beat mm -hmm. the train. Uh, obviously, they were just trying to beat the train. Probably, uh, there may have been other things going on. Uh, you know, there's a maybe they were pushing cotton. You know, they're they're not the kind of person that can just pull into a Burger King and, and take a deuce. So they were trying to rush home really quick before you know some skid marks started to happen. We need to so, add some yeah. uh, some terms to the the Jeep Poxo thing because I was <laughs> pushing cotton and then <laughs> taking a deuce. I mean, I, I got the taking a deuce, but that we need to add that to the glossary, you know, Jeep Poxo. <laughs> oh, that, 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 here we go, Tammy. This is I know. <laughs> and there's, it's just rapid fire. I mean, I don't mind one ever so often, you know, you can just kind of blank over it, but it's rapid fire. It's like, wait a minute. I didn't, I'm still looking up that first one. Hang on. <laughs> oh, that's the best I part of the show is that we're all sitting here as armchair quarterbacks as to what the heck happened, who the guy was, and I know. who's Josh. He had to run home and go to the bathroom, damn it. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I've, you know, I just Most importantly, it. yeah. <laughs> oh, too funny. Too funny. But no, I'm I serious, officer. Can you yeah. smell? You can smell it. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, something else that is uh, sort of on the decline, it's car sales. Uh, and they are, have been struggling due to a number of factors, including supply chain issues, price surges, even the beloved Jeep Wrangler which recently won a bunch of uh, awards, including Best Value Compact SUV Award recently, saw a lower sales figure in the first quarter of 2022. Nevertheless, the Wrangler sales haven't been as poor as other models. And so, I mean, for instance, the COVID-19 pandemic and resulting supply chain issues have plagued the auto industry as a whole in recent years. A serious problem affecting car manufacturers, uh, for example, they've been a shortage in semiconductor chips, which is at the base of all of this. Manufacturers' inability to produce sufficient numbers of cars has led to an imbalance in supply and demand and a surge in vehicle prices. And, of course, that's gone over to both the new and the used car market. That has driven down car sales in the United States as, a con as consumers struggle to find affordable vehicles. Atlantis, which owns Jeep, recently reported that its overall car sales statewide, uh, stateside rather, were down in quarter one of 2022 compared with the same period last year. Though the news isn't necessarily a surprise, it's still not, uh, not good news for the industry as a whole. Despite the industry's struggles, Stellantis found a silver lining when it came to Jeep sales in quarter, uh, quarter one of 2022. For starters, though Jeep Wrangler sales were down 8% compared with quarter one of 2021, that's still better than the national average, which saw an overall decline of 14%. So, and Stellantis also notes that another feather in Wrangler's cap, well, the 4XE was named the best 4x4 in the Women's World Car of the Year awards. Jeep had even better luck with some of its other models, such as the Grand Cherokee. The popular SUV sales were the best they'd ever been for the quarter, with total quarter one 2021 sales increasing 36% and retail sales increasing 44% in quarter one of 2022. That's impressive numbers all, all in all. The Jeep Compass also performed remarkably well in the first quarter. Its total U.S. sales were up 22% and retail sales increased 23%. The 2022 Wrangler, Jeep Wrangler offers numerous trims and models ranging from the basic Sport, which starts at roughly $33,000 and comes with a 3.6-liter V6 engine producing roughly 285 horsepower and a six-speed manual transmission. 
Of course, at the other end of the spectrum lies the pricey Rubicon 392, which Jeep says is the only Wrangler that comes stock with a 6.4-liter Hemi V8 boasting a whopping 470 horsepower. This Jeep with this engine is one of the most powerful on the market, and it can take you from 0 to 60 in just 4.5 seconds. Of course, all that power and luxury will cost you. Rubicon 392 just starts uh, starts at just just 77,390. So it's certainly not a purchase to take lightly if you're considering helping Jeep with its sale figures for the next quarter at least. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> 77,000 I mean, almost $78,000 for a Wrangler. And and the problem is you yes, probably the Rubicon 392 you could drive that off a lot and go have some fun and wheel and who cares with that Hemi in there but the bottom line is you're still going to want to be making upgrades. I mean, you hang out with other people, the Jeep. Of course, oh, yeah. you're going to find stuff you want. So what are you going to be into? A dollars $110,000 for these Jeeps now? I mean, Ridiculous. that's why they're, yeah, they're pricing themselves out of the market by going, you know, they should have stayed just a little bit lower and probably been just fine, you know? Seriously. You know, I, they but need- I mean, I, you see now, I mean, $100,000 for a Jeep, I mean, what, you know, and you include the, the sales price and, yeah. uh, you know, all, all the goodies and, and add-ons and stuff like that. And, and yeah, your first year, you could be into it 106 figures. You know, that's, that's just donkulous. It's crazy. Crazy. Well, if you got a news tip response to any one of our stories, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You could be our Jeep man on the street, as it were. Be sure to let us know. You can do it by phone or by email. Set over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to reach out to us. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. And be sure to tell your friends about that 4x4 Radio Network as well. We've got something for all kinds of wheelers over there. Everything from the Center Steer podcast for, you know, those across the pond, on the Trail podcast, Trail Chasers, the 4x4 podcast, tons of great off-road shows. If you're into the off-roading thing, you're into podcasts, that's where you got to go. Tell your friends. The number four, the letter X, the number four, and radionetwork.com. That's the 4x4 radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. All right, you guys remember Luke from uh, SteinYeager.com. He's back with us, and he's got a event that he wants to talk to you guys about. Luke, thanks for coming back. What 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 do you guys got going on? You something special for the uh, for the folks for the Jeep folks? Yeah, thanks for having me back again. Um, we've got an event in the Midwest that we've had five years running. We won't mention the couple of down years <laughs> that 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 don't exist in everyone's mind now. But Jeep Blitz is is. It's a cheap weekend in Bushnell, Illinois, which is west central Illinois, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. We've got cornfields, but we put on on a heck of an event. We're expecting 500 plus Jeeps and probably close to 2,000 spectators this year to to bring into a, a community of 3,200. So we're going to try to double the population. Oh, for the wow. Week. <laughs> That's going to be something special. There's going to be cops out there making money left and right. <laughs> I'm, uh, jo- I'm just joking. I'm hoping we, we, all, <laughs> we all mind our P's and Q's on this one. <laughs> I just think of the small towns and the police, you know, pulling people over. So uh, what kind of things, what kind of events are you going to have there? Uh, actions and uh, goodies? Uh, like I said, it's it's the full weekend. It's actually Memorial Day weekend. So we start on Thursday with a night ride at JoJo's, which is a local watering hole and, and gaming facility. We do night rides. Uh, they last hour, hour and a half on the back roads. Our, our roads are terrible and the dirt ones aren't much better. So it's kind of like off-roading. Um, so then after Thursday, Friday morning, we do some actual trail rides that you have to pre-register for. We've also got factory tours, so you can see where the Steinjaeger and Ace Engineering parts are actually made. 
Um, and then later on in the day, we have a show in shine where we shut down all of main street in, in Bushnell, um, line all the Jeeps up. We've got a live band, a beer truck. We've got some food vendors, uh, some apparel vendors. We'll have our big show trailer out there selling merch out of it. So that'll wrap up Friday. There's some talk about a fireworks show Friday as well. That hasn't been completely set in stone yet, but looking like we might be able to do fireworks in the middle of the town. Um, and Saturday's our main event where we bring everybody out to the Steinjager test track where we, you get to drive over all the obstacles. We test our suspensions on. We've got an RTI ramp out there. We'll have vendors. Um, we've got some local shops, some tire shops, some dealers that'll have Jeeps for sale there. Um, we've actually got a pretty good raffle right now. I'm over $11,000 worth of, of raffle items that we're going to be selling tickets for. Um, everything from PCI race radios to BTEC Baofeng radios, um, Rugged Ridge sent me a 12,000 pound winch that I'm auctioning off. I've got body armor. I've got rock sliders, gift certificates galore. Um, like I said, it's whole weekend, Memorial Day weekend, Bushnell, Illinois. It's going to be a great time. So this this starts on Thursday night, uh, the the twenty sixth, May twenty sixth. Correct, Thursday the twenty sixth through Saturday the twenty eighth. All right, good. And uh, of course, Memorial Day is on Monday, so I didn't want people getting confused. It's going to be the twenty sixth through the twenty eighth. Not nothing on Sunday. And uh, they'll they'll sounds like there's going to be lots of things to do. My God, I mean, you ought to. I wonder if they should. You know what you should do is you should get a new population sign and put it at the city limits and increase the population by you know five hundred or two thousand or whatever it is. Uh, just as a kind of a joke. <laughs> for sure, that would be great. <laughs> so, uh, and you got a little something for uh, a giveaway for our listeners tonight, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, for the listeners, we're we're going to give away one free pre-registration, which right now the pre-registrations up until April 10th, I do believe, comes with a free event t-shirt, entry to the whole weekend, Thursday night rides, factory tours, um, the obstacle course, all that good stuff. We're giving... We want to give the listeners of the Jeep Talk Show an entry into it. Excellent. That's great. We love that. And I know our listeners do too. So uh, you may not know how this works. Basically, what we do is we have our listeners call into our voicemail line. They can uh, get that information over at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. And uh, they just need, uh, need to know what number caller they need to be to win this. Oh, tough decisions, but I always want to be number one. Like, does anybody ever give number one out? Number one, occasionally, but mo- most of the time, no. I think they make want them uh, to work harder for it. So, number one, numero uno, and uh, actually, well, let's make it a little harder for them. Let's uh, give them a, a, a phrase that they have to say, and they have to say this exactly. So, what would be the phrase that pays to get this great package, one free pre- pre-registration to Jeep Blitz 2022? Um, let's, let's make them say... Get blitzed with Steinjaeger. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Jeep Blitz 2022. Get blitzed with Steinjaeger. So uh, I, I wonder how many uh, different uh, pronunciations we'll get for Steinjaeger. You better get it right, people, because if you get it wrong, we, we just skip to the next person. So this sounds like a great deal. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, and everybody is looking for events to go through after the two years that we don't talk about. 
Absolutely. <laughs> you must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Cheaper. Well, Luke, thanks a lot for being with us tonight and uh, sharing this with our listeners. So you guys get out there. And of course, we want to hear what kind of fun and uh, what kind of things you... Uh, you were able to get out at this event. Awesome. Thank you for having me. It's always a joy to be on here and talk with you. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, a unique trick to get lubrication to those hard-to-reach spots. Oh, thank. Oh, I'm sorry. On your Jeep. I was. I thought I had, uh, had I finally had a solution. Had to <laughs> clarify there. Yeah. Well, you learn by doing. While you're in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Wendy. <laughs> Where did your mind what? go, Jerry? I know. Oh. This oh message brought to you by the Gear Spot. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show is in my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast and a lifelong keeper myself. Continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. So, Tammy, uh, whenever you're talking, I, I want to make sure you're up close to the microphone because I was just thinking uh, that comment you said, it just came out, would have been a great drop for the board if it oh, had been sorry. loud enough. I was laughing and it, moving. It just came and out. And I can't even look at <laughs> Just randomly play it on the show. <laughs> and I just, I, I keep looking at Josh and Wendy and I... <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, isn't it? You get laugh. a little audience, you know. The, the you see the disgust and the the laughing and all of it. It's, it's wonderful. It's like having a studio audience. <laughs> oh. All right. So I, I mentioned uh, the duck lady, the one that started the ducking uh, last episode. I uh, went and I looked it up. I want to make sure I had the right information. Allison is the lady's name, and uh, at least over on the Tic Tac, you can uh, follow her at official ducking jeeps. What is that? Jeepist. Oh, Official established. Jeep established. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Like wow. <laughs> so we need like a couple of more words added to this. Official ducking Jeeps. EST for established 2020. Not, not, not plural though, just singular Jeep. See, I heard that story. I think, Wendy, you are the oh, one yeah, who shared right. that first. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it was Jeep yeah. EST 2020. Did the research and... The- yeah, yeah cool. I wonder if it's the same lady. I'm going to go look it up. So this is I this is what is. I was this is what I was referring to earlier. You guys can see it in the show notes. Uh, this is something that uh, I, th- I think that's an Instagram post. Official ducking Jeep uh, established 2020 is excited to announce that we are going to be picking up a 4XE Wrangler in Detroit, Michigan from Jeep. We'll be picking up the Jeep May 10th, 2022. We still have time to yeah we have time to get there and say we're with the ducking people. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's, that's me. I know. I can I can see her going. The Jeep Talk Show stole our Jeep. You know. <laughs> so Jeep. wow, great great publicity there. Oh, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I mean, even if we just drove it around the corner, that would still be just a little bit. Let's get a huge a huge <laughs> duck with an arrow through its head on top yeah. of the on top of the, the 4XE. Uh, 
<laughs> but we're not there. That'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> kicking things off with a meet in Detroit uh, and moving into Ontario to kick off the event season in a fun way. So yeah, they're they're going to be getting a 4XE provided by awesome. uh, by Jeep. And, and but keep in mind, they haven't been at this for eleven well, years. I, They've only been at it since twenty twenty. I know. So what happened? <laughs> not fair. I, I blame me. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not the outgoing person that uh, demands things of people and uh, companies. And uh, well, there you go. So, but you guys, you know, you can help out. You can uh, get us more listeners, and then uh, we can uh, we can say the only thing we'll accept is a, uh, a, a a Cherokee, one of the new Cherokees. So we can beat the hell out of it in a field somewhere. Yeah, we can test it for them. <laughs> I would just love for each and every one of our listeners out there to write a strongly worded letter to Jeep. <laughs> saying, why, why the hell haven't you sponsored this show yet? That's exactly. I asked them, and they, they said, uh, well, I don't have the crickets on the board. Well, you asked the janitor. I mean, there's, you yeah. know, you, you got to do it. You would be amazed at, at some of the, the decisions the janitor makes. So I'm not quite sure that was a bad idea. Custodial engineer. He uh, he actually named the gladiator a uh, gladiator instead of scrambler. So there you go. There you go. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. In episode five ninety eight, uh, Wendy, the lovely co-host, not my lovely wife. Although my wife could be the lovely co-host, and lovely co-host <laughs> could be my wife, but not Chuck's wife. I'm not picky about who sorts the socks. Anyhow, you mentioned that you and Bill had a uh, annoying sound coming from your Jeep, and you had to track oh, it down. Boy. Uh, yeah, I, too, have an annoying sound coming from my Jeep. Yeah, it sounds something like this. <laughs> you know, I had a joke to follow that, but I think that just stands on its own. Well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that Han Solo didn't enjoy his steak. Yeah, it was a little chewy. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Well, and Wendy's he was even cracking himself up. And, oh, yeah, and Wendy's in Wendy's honor, may the fifth be with you. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Gosh, oh, that, was, that was the best. You need it to put you need to put that on your list of episodes, uh, Wendy. I, may I the think fifth so. be with you. That one hey, will be that will a, be coming back like the hen look, one does. It's a fifth of gin. It's a fifth of whatever, right? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You got tech questions? Ah, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! Have you ever struggled to fill a transfer case or a differential or some other hard-to-reach something on your Jeep that requires lubrication? Well, since space is so tight underneath our Jeeps, especially in areas like where the transfer case fill port is, in some areas, funnels are pretty much all but useless. So try this. You're going to be filling something up like your differential or your transfer case or something like that. Fill a quart or a gallon Ziploc freezer bag. It's got to be a freezer bag with lube, gear oil, transmission fluid, whatever it is that you're needing to use to fill things up with. And you need to seal it up really good and really make sure that Ziploc is all zipped and locked up really good. And then cut about a quarter inch off of one corner, making sure to hold it upright while you do so. This will ensure that you're cutting where the air is and not where there's fluid, spilling it all over your lap or the living room floor or garage or wherever the hell you're doing this. You've just basically made the automotive equivalent of a pastry bag. 
you know, that thing that you see on those cooking shows used for decorating cakes and stuff. Well, yeah, pretty much the same thing. Well, now you can squeeze lube up and over and into the fill hole from pretty much almost any angle and from anywhere. In fact, you really won't need to squeeze much at all as the contents of your Jeep Fluid pastry bag will pretty much just drain right into whatever it is that you're trying to get lubrication into. The only thing that you need to pay attention to is keeping that little cut end of the little baggie in the hole, ensuring that you don't overfill. That's a great suggestion. I love this. It's perfect. There's always hard to hard to reach spots. You can't get. A I, I use one, one of those. I use one of those pump. Top While you're in that there, came, that, that came out of a uh, came out of something else, like almost like what you'd find like uh, on a large scale shampoo bottle or something. You know, something yes. you would pump to pump fluid out of. Clean it out really good, and uh, and you would find that it it goes into the top of any you know quart jug or half gallon jug or you know whatever it right. is. And and I use that to just basically pump fluid into the differential or the transfer case it's a little awkward it's it's uh you know sometimes a little bit messy but it works now if you don't have one of those devices can't find one the wife won't let you pull one out of her uh favorite lotion bottle whatever (laughs) well then this is what your next go-to is going to be and trust me it works like a charm don't like they it. sell those little pumper things at like O'Reilly's and AutoZone sure, and stuff? Sure, but if you're in the middle of a project and you oh, don't sure. can't find to it. or yeah. can't go yeah. down there, yeah, like Tony just said, you can't find it. Or well, it's, or it's uh, the plastic is broken down over time with the oil oh, and stuff on so it. And stuff. it definitely happens. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's a great uh, it's a great backup. Who wants to get cleaned up and then uh, drive down to the store and buy one, or wait for Amazon to deliver it like me? It's a fifteen cent piece of plastic out of the box. You just you know, use it and throw it away. Yeah, I love it. Well, if you've got a tip like this, or you have a question for Tech Talk, or something you're stuck on on your build, or just a topic you'd like for us to cover, just head over to jeeptalkshow.com/slash/contact and find out how to send us a message and get your topic here covered on the show. But don't use it for, once you've used it for whatever product in the garage, don't use it to fill pastries or anything with. I mean, that, <laughs> that would be our recommendation, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's sure you throw that's it away. Whole, exactly. Transmission that's a whole fluid other. does not taste like raspberry filling. Mm, I was going to say, oh, Bob, look, let's put this on the cupcakes. Gordon Ramsay <laughs> is saying, I'm calling the police. That's it. <laughs> You can listen to the Jeep Talk Show live. You never know what will happen or where the conversation will go. You can only hear you. Uh oh. So you're actually getting the best part of the show, is what you're saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, join us every Thursday night and be part of our virtual campfire. It's the Zoom People Fall. Oh, whoever the spokesperson was. Sure. <laughs> We're starting our own Zoom People podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and know when and how you can join the conversation. Was it an accident or was it on purpose? This is one of the reasons why I love interacting with uh, with our audience so much. You never know what you're going to hear, and it, it's it's entertaining to us to hear it. Yeah, it, it's just a lot exactly. of fun hearing the, getting the feedback and the comments. I love them all. It's a deep Ho boys and girls, it's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview, and this is the first time we've ever opened up an interview with a song, and we're doing so because we're going to be interviewing singer, songwriter, and Jeeper, Jeremy Rowe. Well, I wrote Jeep thing, you know, I I, uh, I thought I had a thought, you know, I wonder if there's any Jeep theme songs out there, because it'd be kind of cool to write, you know, an anthem for Jeepers, and then uh, I did a little research and found a few, and uh, each good in their own right, I thought, you know what, there's a... The community needs a new one. So that's how I wrote Jeep Thing and then, you know, quickly followed that up with Jeep Girl and now Off Road Family and uh, I got a few more up my sleeve. 
So the Jeremy Rowe interview coming up on episode 605, which is uh, May the 12th, uh, which is, of course is a Thursday. So I thought I'd remind everybody uh, if you uh, if you missed it uh, last episode, you know, I, I don't I don't say how you frankly how you could, but our giveaway item, uh, the Gear Spot, which is a, a storage uh, a overhead storage thing for your for your Jeep. The uh, it goes like from the YJ all the way forward to the uh, the JT, the Jeep truck uh, for the Wranglers and uh, the Gladiator. So uh, go back to uh, the prior episode and find out what color and the phrase that pays uh, uh, is, and you can win. A gear spot from thegearspot.com. Are you living the Jeep life? From mall crawlers to weekend warriors, from daily drivers to weekend wheelers, it's all about the Jeep life, and it's all good. It's time for Jeep Life with Jeep Mama. Oh, to be topless again, I'm just like, I can't wait. You know, when you get home from work and you just want to take... Anyway, that's a different topless, sorry. My topless is what inspired me to buy. <laughs> I I gotta turn you guys off. I just cracked me up. I just cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's over here making me laugh. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I Kelly. gotta. I can't watch you guys. You three in the screen. You were cracking me up. Anyway, to be topless. That's what inspired me to buy my Jeep spontaneously. One day in the spring of 2013. It was Cub Scouts that you saw topless, wasn't it? If I remember the story right. <laughs> yes, it was the Jeep, uh, the Cub Scout dad, Boy Scout dad. Oh, okay. They, oh, and the Boy Scouts topless. were waving on the Bay Bridge. Um, <laughs> so I saw them topless. Okay, we're going down a wrong path here. <laughs> the wrong rabbit hole. I, I know. Oh, I thought you were going to comment on the cats. <laughs> So, it, and it wasn't to be uh, go off-road, it was so I could be topless. And since, since though, off-roading and being topless are my form of Jeep therapy. I was at a point in my life when I realized time was going by too quickly to wait for the right moment to do the things I wanted to do. So, my motto in life is to live life. And to live means to be alive. And when I'm in my Jeep with that top down, feeling the warm sun on my face and the wind blowing through my hair... That's what I feel, alive. Topless in my Jeep is also therapeutic. Now, I'm in some major, major need of Jeep therapy right now. I feel like old man Winter is overstaying his welcome this year, and actually here in Minnesota, he is. They're saying April is the second March for us, and farmers can't even plant their crops. So, old man Winter, please go away. So, I feel so excited because spring is going to be arriving soon. We're going to be in the 70s this coming week. And I can see the blossoms coming out on the trees. And I just miss that sun in my face and the wind in my hair. So, with spring means I can drive with the top down. But there's always precautions you got to take. Now that I'm out of the high desert, I don't need to worry about all that dust. So, I get to go topless a lot more than I was. But when you have a Jeep Wrangler, you can't just put the top down, hop in, and hit the road. Well, if you get prepared, you can do just that. But it takes some thought to be prepared. So here are some tips I've learned over the years going topless in my Jeep. These are topless driving do's and don'ts. There are 10, not 5, but 10. So number one, for the JK and JKU owners, make sure your top folds back to the perfect W. This keeps the soft top lasting longer. Now, I, if you don't know how to do it, I do have a how-to video on my YouTube channel. Just search the Jeep Mama. 
Now, I'm guessing, I don't know the JLs if they would have to do the same thing with the W. Not sure. Number two, do not park under trees that are shedding their blooms or under trees with lots of birds hanging out at them. Number three, when you're going 65 miles per hour or 70 or 75 or 80, whichever interstate you're on, and you have long hair, make sure you tie it back or put on a hat because there is a very high potential you'll go blind momentarily and you could crash. <laughs> Number four, leave no trace is definitely a principle you need to use inside of your Jeep. You don't want that litter fine when the trash goes sailing out of the top of your Wrangler. Number five, anything you want to keep in your Jeep, make sure it is tied down. Number six, when you bring your drink in your Jeep, make sure it has a lid because those Jeep rides become very bumpy. And I suggest staying away from anything carbonated because the bumpy Jeep ride takes the fizz right out of your drink. Number seven, when you have kids who sit in the back seat, you're going to want to have a blanket for each of them because even when it's warm outside, those back seats tend to get a little chilly for those little ones. Number eight, spray your floor mats with bug spray. Some say spiders like to spin webs inside of people's Jeeps. Keep your fingers crossed. I haven't had this issue yet, but I did have an invasion of ants the summer I went to Texas, though. Number nine, when it's sunny out, keep sunscreen handy, especially for your face. And if you have no hair, you need it for your head. Number 10, don't leave valuables laying around. Leave them home or lock them up in the glove boxes or consoles or maybe get yourself a lockbox. Now, my last tip is number 11, music. Music is a great therapy along with a topless Jeep drive. We all have those songs that provoke excitement and invigorate us. Add that music while you're driving a Jeep with the top down, those favorite songs blaring from the speakers at full blast, and you are at the pinnacle of feeling alive. So, any top favorite songs, Tony, Josh, and Wendy? Oh, we, Josh, you probably don't get to drive topless, huh? I, I, I was going to say, I, I, I've got a sunroof. Does that count? <laughs> it does. Only when you drive with your feet. <laughs> yeah so I, you guys I have any favorite songs to me music is great no matter what i mean we've talked about this on the show before when we're actually wheeling and crawling we pretty much don't have any music on but certainly yeah, driving hear what's to going and from on. yeah right but driving to and from the location you know we'll just play whatever anything but rap for us is great i, I don't have any particular favorite song that i well, play but you're not talking music with rap uh, wendy yeah, well yeah. i'm just i'm just being clarifying that so there you go yeah, Tony. a lot of my music. A lot of my music oh. doesn't have lyrics, so I, I was going to say, it, and and a lot of it is extremely obscure. A lot of stuff that people wouldn't like even wouldn't know about. Yeah, John so. Denver. <laughs> <laughs> no, af no afternoon delight or oh gosh, oh, no, I, 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 I remember that That's on my top one hundred list. That's number one hundred afternoon delight. I was listening to that as a uh, just a new driver. Uh, driving uh, in uh, in town uh, in the summer, wind is down because I didn't have any AC on an AM radio because that's all the, the car had in it. And I was listening to Afternoon Delight. I love that song. I DJed for too many years as a living. I've played so much music. I've I, I've, I've forgotten oh, all the popular music stuff that most too. people yeah. will ever learn or know in yeah. lifetimes. Uh, and, and so I've I, there was a point in time where I got so sick of music 
And honestly, that's right about the time that I found Tony. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm dead serious. I was, I was tired of listening to music. I needed something that was completely different and in line with something that I was at least interested in somewhat. And uh, I started looking for... And it for, was Tony? And it was, it, it was Tony's podcast. Well, the idea made, of the, the podcast. 12, 13 things. years ago. And uh, the old XJ talk show, and uh, and that's that's how I found Tony. Was I was sick of music. I wanted to hear something else, and a Google search turned me on to episode one of the Jeep or of the XJ talk show. That's wow. so cool. Well, we were talking about uh, you know the name of naming of Jeeps, and the guy said uh, MJ for my Jeep. Uh, I'm going to say uh, PJ for a podcast Jeep because that's what plays in my Jeep is podcast. Mm-hmm. I've always liked talk radio, and I, I the, the the talk on podcast is just. I just really like it. I mean, the music is fine. I mean, uh, Boston, I, I love the Boston songs. Uh, there's uh, several uh, artists that I, I like listen to, the go-tos. I mean, Queen, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is always a fun one. But, oh, yes. But uh, as far as uh, something that I, I, I would like to maybe learn something while I'm driving down the road, and you can even listen to a podcast when you're off-roading because you don't have constant audio. Although I still probably would turn it off or turn it down uh, drastically so I could hear what the, the vehicle is doing off-road. Uh, but uh, so it doesn't explain his extensive Weird Al Yankovic collection, but, but nonetheless. <laughs> that's that's c- completely a perversion. So Yeah, I, when I'm off-road, though, I do like just the sounds of nature, for well, sure. Well, it's so quiet. It's so perfect yeah, to be out the there. And I, would imagine, and I would imagine, Tammy, being topless, you would actually experience it even more, you know, having that... Fresh air, you'd be able to see things right. better. It's kind of like being on the back of the motorcycle. I can see clearer than if I'm inside a vehicle. So I'm and kind of a little bit. Of, yeah. Speaking of ahead. sounds of nature, Wendy had a a, a great story earlier about uh, the uh, call of nature back then. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> when, when nature calls. <laughs> it's yeah, pick on right. Wendy Day. That's right. Yeah, go right ahead. Dump on me. It's good. <laughs> Not it, was, it was bound to happen. <laughs> it was bound to happen at some point. Well, how does Tammy's Jeep life compare with yours? We're always looking for those great Jeep stories, so contact us and let us know what your Jeep life is like. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com contact to find out how. Hey, that's also the place where you need to go to sign up for our newsletter. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact. You're going to find a link to click and sign up for that newsletter, which is chock full of all kinds of information about what we have coming up, past episodes, future episodes, interviews, giveaways, all that good stuff. Don't worry. We don't sell your information. We don't spam you. It's one email a week. And trust me, you want to get in on the action. JeepTalkShow.com slash contact. Click and sign up for our newsletter today. Well, that's all the Jeep Talk Show there is for now, Jeeper. Until our next episode, be sure to consider becoming a paid subscriber. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Jeep Talk Show. We're not looking for a handout, just a hand up. <laughs> Podcasting since 2010.